0: Did they say what kind of tea this was?
1: I, a red-white will text me verbatim, and they're like, uh, we don't have that, but something that's, like, extremely similar. What? I'm like, okay. Who doesn't have that? That's ridiculous. They said here. here's a kicker, you know what they said? What did they say? They said, we don't have decaf, but we have non-caffeinated.
0: Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> Very weird. I've always just said, do you have decaf tea, and they know what I mean. Weird. It's good, though.
1: Guys, welcome to another edition of The Cook and the Coach. I'm Beza. I'm the coach.
0: I'm Kenny. I'm the cook. Welcome.
1: Welcome, guys. We have some special guests. They're on their way. They'll be here soon. We're going to get into our uh, cook and coach segments, and then we'll get into our interview with our two amazing guests. Yes. Um, Ken, do you want to start off with what you got?
0: Yes. So for our cooking segment for this week, we're going to keep it short just with the interview, but... Uh, it's still relatively new into the year, and if you're trying to cook more vegan, I know that's a big thing for a lot of people, whether it's an environmental choice or uh, any other reason. Uh, one person that I want to recommend, her name's Rachel Ama. Uh, she's from the UK. Uh, she's on Instagram and YouTube. If you look up R A C H E L A M A, just anywhere, you should be able to find her. She's got a website. I bought her cookbook a few months ago, and it was it's really good. I really like it. And one thing that it's actually really dope that I haven't seen in other cookbooks before. Every single recipe that she has, she pairs it with a song. And then she has a playlist on Spotify that basically walks through the whole book. So every recipe has a song associated with it that is like the vibe of the dish. It's just really cool. I haven't seen someone do that before in a book.
1: Sounds way cheesy, but that actually sounds kind of dope yeah like, like as you're like cooking preparing such shit sure. like you're listening to the playlist That's such kind of cool
0: yeah it's yeah it's cool it's um it's really interesting too, she's into hip hop and so that a lot of it's like chill, kind of. there's some like UK hip hop in there and stuff, but it's, it's good and like the design of it's nice. So I definitely recommend that. Um, if you haven't uh, had any of her stuff before, you haven't cooked any of her recipes, one that I wanna recommend, uh, that's actually just on her website, not even her book, it's the chili, ginger and quinoa stir fry recipe. Uh, it has become a personal go-to for me, it's really good. Um, There's just a bunch of different vegetables that are incorporated in it. You're mixing the noodles with the quinoa, which is something I hadn't done until this. And one tip, something I like to do that's not in the recipe, I like to broil the broccolini uh, rather than just throw it right into the stir fry. So when you're broiling it, you're adding another textural element to your stir fry, which just adds some dimension. It's a little bit more fun uh, for me. Uh, Sometimes I'll broil it, then take it out of the oven, do a quick chop, and then you have these really, these... These brittle bits. These, it's really a, it's a good move. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely recommend that. It's, uh, she's my UK vegan wifey. She just doesn't know it yet. And oh, I would really? definitely recommend. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, so yeah, that's that's my segment for the week. Try it out. There we go. For my
1: segment, I'm gonna go on a little nine second rant here. Um, so recently, I posted to uh, Instagram uh, the video of me. Uh, squatting 500 pounds for the first time. <sighs> Listen, uh, for the 95 of all the comments, uh, both um, on on Instagram and in person, uh, were really positive, really supportive. Uh, people were you know, saying congrats, you know way to go, like keep it up, keep going forward, whatever. But there were just a couple who were saying how. Oh, like, you need to stop doing that. You're going to hurt your back. You're going to, you know, you might hurt something. You know, why do you, why do you think it's, why you have to do all this weight? Like, it's not necessary. I'm not going to say who those people are, but I just want to say, like, think of it this way, right? If you're like a track and field runner, like I was in high school and college, I've seen people like damn near like tear their hamstrings. Should I tell them to stop running? Because they have a potential to get hurt? No, that's that's silly, that's stupid. So in the same way, I'm not gonna get hurt by doing all this heavyweight and you know, powerlifting, right? If I use a proper form, proper technique, you shouldn't get hurt. That's also why we use like certain equipment to help us stay in a better position, whether it be a belt, whether it be knee sleeves, wrist wraps, chalk. You know, et cetera, et cetera. We have all these equipment that we use in this sport of powerlifting, bodybuilding, et cetera, to help us stay on track with our movements and keep proper form, so you don't get hurt. So we don't, you know, do anything wrong that could cause us to slip up. And here's another thing: I'm a I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I've been coaching for years now. As a two-sport college athlete, I've been lifting weights since I was 13 years old. Like. For anyone who knows like what my limits are and like how I should attack like a certain lift, I'm pretty confident I know what I'm doing. So for all of you who've never even touched a barbell, just please just I'm not mad at you. Just stay out of my comments and don't tell me what I shouldn't and shouldn't be doing with my body. That's all I gotta say. That's it. Right over. Guys we have two amazing guests today. Uh I'm I'm happy to call both of them uh good friends of mine. Josh Wentz who is uh, the founder of The Wellness Habit? You can find him on Instagram with that. Also, the founder of Jay Wentz uh This guy's helped me immensely over the last year and a half, two years with keeping my body in check, um, being able to move in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk about more of what he does later. And then uh, Quentin Allums, as we call him Q. Uh, everyone calls him Q, as far as I know. Um, he is a uh, co founder of Urban Misfit Ventures. He also has a podcast called Strange on Purpose. And then he also has a TED Talk, which we'll get into later as well. So, I'm a big fan of these guys. Um, glad I got to connect with these guys, um, whether it's in person or on social media. Um, should be a good interview. Yeah,
0: let's get into it. I'm so excited. All right. I was gonna say this and i i thought this forever ago and i just remembered it recently um in high school you you had the hat that you wore like on the side <laughs> yes and then <laughs> and literally it like defied gravity <laughs> and i always thought i always was like god damn he's so cool i wish i could wear a hat like that i literally i think i told you this once like what i've always wanted to be a hat guy and I never have. You could be, man. I That's couldn't, totally but it's gross. not true. You've it's not true. Right I, it's a scrub. It's was, a scrub. We're going to wear this after. Dude, we'll try it. But <laughs> literally, literally eighth grade, this is so embarrassing, but literally in eighth grade, I was like, I think I'm a fedora man now. I <laughs> and, know this and I went yep. to Target. And I bought, like, a black fedora. This
2: is why I've always thought you were so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and it, so,
0: But here's the thing. This is why it was so embarrassing. Like, I only wore it at my house, and then I would take <laughs> it off. And I would, I would go out in public, and I would just have my normal head of hair, and then I would come home and put on my hat. <laughs> like, this is really me. Is it really me? I don't think so. <laughs> And Dale, eventually, it just disappeared into the ether of my little siblings' like I'm not stuffed sure if animals. Going
2: or not, but if so, this is the best and the weirdest intro I've ever had. <laughs> I do that same thing, just really? not with the hat. I do it
3: with a mustache. So, oh was, no. <laughs> whenever I'm shaving, whenever I'm shaving my beard, like for drill, because I have drill once a month, so I got to sh- shave clean every month. I would shave it down into just a mustache. Okay. Look at myself for a couple minutes in yeah. the mirror, and then make the better decision that I pro- I should. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's just not a good look.
1: No. Man,
0: phase. Have you ever had like something that you've like tried out as like a phase to
1: see if it was you? Fifth grade. Um, I don't know why I did this. But everyone in fifth grade was, like, gelling their hair so, like, it spiked in the front. So I tried to do it with my hair. It, 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 a hawk. Nah, nah, I had nah, a hawk. Nah. Nah. No, it wasn't a hawk. It was, like, I had short hair, but just enough where I could, like, big try and buck. make a little spike in the front. But I didn't realize <laughs> I had, like, different hair than all the white kids in my class. <laughs> so, and it just wasn't a good look. Am I like, white? Am I not white? <laughs> like, like, what's happening? The, the gel would like, flake, like, later on in the day. Like, oh, it was just... Oh. I had a couple weeks, I had to stop. It was just... Man. Dude, was I was, I've look.
2: had some hair phases, man. I straightened my hair in college. It was not, not a good look, man.
1: That's hilarious. I had one
0: hair. I think my worst hair phase, I tried to grow out my hair, and my hair is fine. It's like, it doesn't work well long, and <laughs> I would try different products to keep it, like, from poofing up and curling and give it some control, and... Literally, I was in a group hug once, and someone touched the side of my head. They're like, it's wet! Oh! (laughs) Why? I wanted to disappear. It was just the most... It was the most high school thing of all time, for sure. High school. Man.
2: It's weird being back here, man. Right? It's crazy. It looks a lot smaller than I remember, but it's just... Isn't that weird? It's crazy. You mm-hmm. ever go back to like your grade school or something like yeah, that? Yeah,
0: like the ceilings are lower than I remember. Everything's mm-hmm. just so
2: much smaller. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we're. I don't think we've ever said this officially on the pod, but we're recording in the basement of the high school we went to originally.
2: Yeah, exactly. They call it the dungeon. They're like, meet us in the dungeon. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> also, can, I'm not sorry. Can I swear it not? No, v- uh, oh, yeah, yeah were, totally. the fuck yeah. you want to say. It.
1: <laughs>
0: So we, we're so happy you guys are here, because um, yes. we're relatively new to our podcast, and I think something that we all have in common is we are business-minded and, and entrepreneurial, and we're all starting, we're about to start, or have started podcasts, and so I kind of just, we were thinking that we could meet up and just talk about what what why we're interested in what we're interested in, um, the people that we look up to that we sometimes might want to model or contrast from, and just go from there. Like it just if that's cool. If we want to do that,
2: I mean, it's your show, man. <laughs> I'll, yeah. not, I'll do whatever. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh yeah.
1: Well, let's start first. Just like introduce yourselves and tell us, you know, what you guys do, what we guys are up to currently.
3: Awesome. So I, I my name is Josh. Um, I own the Wellness Habit. I don't know if you guys haven't checked it out, whatever social media platform you're on, uh, come find me. Um, it's a lot about wellness. Um, that's definitely a big thing in today's society. Um, so just looking at Um, people trying to better themselves. Um, So that's really kind of what I wanted to do is help people with that journey just because I'm not a car mechanic or I don't know taxes. Like those are things that I don't know. And so there's a lot of the times that like people don't know much about wellness. So that's where I wanted to kind of come in, bring things in my background. Um, And in order to help as much people and as many people as I wanted to, um, I started a Facebook group called The Wellness Habit. And then out of that, um, started the Wellness Habit Podcast, which will be dropping um, this Monday, um, tomorrow, the 27th. Yep. Uh, So a lot of that actually um, just had been wanting to create some more content and then actually talked to this guy um, over here, Q, um, who gave me the great idea of starting a Facebook group as well around that. So um, huge, huge shout out to him for that
2: idea. So, yeah. I went to Concordia Academy with these two, um, and I was a loser. (laughs) Not true. That's not true. (laughs) Now, um, I'm the... I own a company, co-own a company called Urban Misadventures. It's a weird name I know. Um, I promise we make money. Um, Essentially, (laughs) what we do is we own two different companies, one being um, an agency, which is what most people know us for. Um, So we're working with people, companies, brands, to help them build influence and make money through video and through strategy. And that's it. Like, we don't touch anything else. Like, sometimes we do some influencer stuff, but really video, strategy. How can we make money with it? Then we also own MK Misfits. I know it's a weird name, but I promise we make money, um, <laughs> where we're really focused on, like, unique experiences for our community. So fashion shows, pop-ups, things like that. Um, my company also has a podcast called Strange on Purpose, and we we're just we're talking to weird people. Like, what made them weird? You know, like, what makes them weird? How do they get to where they are? How are they leaning into them? So entrepreneurship, culture, things like that. Then I also have a... Um, esports podcasts because i like video games um and it's just a rapidly growing industry and there's a lot of money in it, a lot of opportunity in it and something i'm just i've always been interested in but that is that is me and i wear a wear a big black hat for reasons to be named
1: so why do you guys do what you do like what made you guys want to start like your business your your podcast like what made you like Want to step into it because I know me and Kenny have multiple reasons why we want to start ours, but I'm curious what made you guys inspired to. Yeah, do very, what you do yeah, now
3: very or... good question. Um, so I've grown up. I had a lot of shoulder pain. I played baseball. Um, a lot of this is going to be in my very first episode of my podcast too. So if you want a little more in depth story, um, tune in on Monday. But played baseball, a lot of shoulder pain. Um, tried multiple different options. Eventually landed on a guy that does body work. Um, Saw him for a couple sessions, saw a massive improvement. I was taking probably three or four ibuprofen a game, um, so not the best thing for you. Um, So saw a lot of improvement, um, was on his table enough a lot, um, so then just eventually started talking to him about a one-on-one kind of course through him, um, and then just started from there with the mindset of helping as many people and have the relief that I had through my pain and then be able to provide that for other people that had goals and aspirations to whatever it was. So,
2: yeah. no, Yeah. And for me, I would say like, there's, there's a couple different reasons for the company side. um, I'm just a really curious person. I like to know everything about everything. I'm always observing. I'm always taking notes. Like I consider myself a mad scientist that was bad at science. (laughs) Um, But like, I'm always testing things. So for business, it's like, okay, like I want to know, How do you make a brand successful? How do you make a community successful? How do you make money regardless of what it is? You know, how do you build a personal brand? What does it take? Um, So with all the companies we're working with, you know, like I'm learning and I'm tracking and I'm gathering data so that we can launch our own you know, so that we can do our own thing, launch our own fashion brand, launch our own personal brands internally. But I just want to know, you know, just curiosity, because I have so many plans in the future. Um, and to be able to do those things, I need to be top notch, you know, I need to understand. So just um, leaning into my curiosity, and more so on the podcast side, like similar to what you're doing, like, I just wanted to talk to people because I don't know anything. Like, again, <laughs> curiosity, like, yo, Basa, like, I don't know anything about like, I've been trying to gain like weight since like freaking 2000 or like 2. <laughs> so like I don't know anything about that. Um, but just learning from people that know it. And then on the video game side, like I I was toying with this idea of launching a podcast for a long time. Um, and then my my little brother passed away and like honestly it was like the Whatever it was, it was like a punch to the gut. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And like, he loved video games. Mm. He loved things like that. And he'd be way better at all this stuff than I would be. Mm. Um, but it was just a punch to the gut. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and let's let's just do this. And since then, it's dude. It's been. So cool, you know. I was just hanging out with like the the CTO of video games and esports at IBM, you know. And he's in, he's based in Minnesota, you know. Like I didn't know that the weirdest but most awesome dude. He's like, yeah, I have a publicist now. I was like, dude has like uh, a freaking Russian hat on. Like his name on Xbox is like pushy bicycle. Like the weirdest <laughs> dude, but like he's hanging out with me and introducing me to people. Like, um, so just that mm. happening in my life, which is a big like, okay like get over whatever's been holding you back because you already know what you're doing. Just just start. But honestly it's just my curiosity. I'm wanting to learn.
0: Totally. For sure. What
2: about you two? For me
0: well actually my answer is kind of gonna be in a follow up question to that yeah. a little bit. So I think one way that we might be a little bit similar is I think um uh, Just know, we didn't know each other super well in high school, but I just from afar I could tell that we had we went through a similar trajectory of having different phases of things that we are interested in. So I know, for example, you did like singer songwriting. Like I'm currently in that phase. Yes. Um, Yeah, I I love cooking right now. I've been into that for a few years. Um, I've I've gone through. I almost did a podcast when I was like ten. <laughs> like I was into puppets, like weird shit. Like dude,
2: that would have been awesome. drawing.
0: I know it was like it was like a fictional podcast that was a rip off of another one that I was listening to. It would have been you there were there, listening to
2: a podcast when you were ten. There was yeah there, yeah
0: Who are you yeah man it, I go back. It, it was called the Radio Adventures of Doctor Floyd. It was like an Damn. educational family podcast. We're gonna be friends, man. We're Hell gonna be yeah, friends. I yeah, like it. so they would go back in time. The bad guy would go back in time to steal artifacts and then come back to the future and sell them on eBay. That was the premise so then the good guy had to go back in time to stop him and I didn't even know then you teach was. about I know there was only a couple then so my parents were nerds so that's why they, that is I I knew about it but my one of the areas that I've been wrestling with personally is I can be so interested in so many different things sometimes infatuously sometimes passionately sometimes long-term but it can be tough to uh, focus on one particular thing or have a through line so lately the way I've approached it is to say that I'm a storyteller with a few different mediums of storytelling. So right now it happens to be food and podcasting and, and music, but I allow, I want to learn more about story and then go from there and let that kind of go to the next thing and the next thing. Do you ever wrestle with that? Do you, cause I know I I, I might, I might be wrong. I might just be projecting, but do you ever encounter that type of thing? And Um, how do you handle
2: that? I would say really like, when it was really hard for me was when I was like 21, 22. Okay. Like you're in college, like, damn, I'm paying a lot of money to go to college. You know, I just, I'm going to have debt. But what the hell did I just learn? What the fuck did I just learn? What am I going to walk away with? What are my skills? Um, So I was interested in tech. I was working with a virtual reality company, a world tech company. Um, I loved writing. You know, I loved music. I loved video games. I love talking to people. I love psychology. So what the fuck am I going to do? And someone explained it to me, like skill stacking. You know, so identify three to five things that you love or three to five passions, three to five skills that you're really good at. Um, And don't worry about mastering all of those things you know master the intersection of those things and that's kind of how I look at it and still today like it was when I started my first business like I wanted to do a million different things I wanted to do everything but everything wasn't going to make me money you know and Mm -hmm. it didn't it wasn't until like damn I have negative millions of dollars in my bank account damn like I can't pay my bills this month damn I can't do anything like I can't even buy a fucking chocolate bar if I wanted to you know (laughs) like and that was real stuff that happened and I'm like okay I got to focus on making money and yes I wanted to be a tech guy yes I wanted to be an esports guy but I had to actually build the first skills first and then mm. just keep building upon that. But uh, I would say if you struggle with a lot of things and you're that jack of all trades or you're interested in everything, just find the intersection. Mm. Um, at least that's, that's what's helped me.
0: Baze, before we go off the topic, how did you get into the world of fitness? What makes you really love it and be passionate about it?
1: I mean, my first memory ever in my life was sitting on the couch and like watching the Vikings game with my dad. So from then on, cool. athletics... School. School, School for life. <laughs> so like, since, I say that just to piss off Packers <laughs> fans. That makes me so happy. You got it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't get too happy because I also see a beard out just to piss them off. And they sure. Were like, they were like, I, hey, whoever takes a piss off, all I'm right, all for no, it. So,
1: no, but um, but yeah, so my whole life I've been obsessed with you know athletics, with sports. So I knew that when I got older, even if I wasn't a pro athlete, I'd be involved in athletics in some capacity. And you know, that led to me being interested in, you know, in lifting weights and being fit, you know, I mean I had my mom and my dad buy me my first set of dumbbells when I was like 12 and I would just spend hours just trying to look up different movements on the internet and just, you know get bigger and bigger and stronger so, um, since I was a kid it was just an obsession that I had, you know and took that into college you know, into my major and now I'm doing it, you know not full time necessarily, but that's my main job right now. Is working as a coach. So, totally, so, you're yeah.
2: definitely doing it full time.
1: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> for sure.
2: Live the dream. man. That's yeah,
1: cool. I love the dream. I love it.
0: One thing I was noticing um, while prepping for this episode is that I think another commonality we all share is we're all at least intrigued with Gary V. If not really into him. <laughs> the
2: thing about Gary, like. I, I got to meet him in New York. Um, I didn't even plan it. Like I was there to speak, and then I ended up at some other event. And they're like, "Oh, Gary's here." I was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. So I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna position myself in a perfect position to meet this dude." So I waited mm-hmm. by the escalator, and I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna meet this guy." And he came through, but he was on a call. Um, so you had like cameras all on your face. Oh my god, Gary! Gary! Like D Rock was there. His team was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary's on a call. He still stopped to shake my hand, which is really cool. And he shook everybody's. Everybody's hand, like while he's on a call, like if that was me. I'd be pissed off. I like, get the hell out of my face i mm. try to try to try to close a deal right now. Yeah. Um, but then he went upstairs, um, did his keynote. And if you watch any of Gary's content, a lot of times he just opens up for Q and A. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna position myself by a mic and I have long legs. so I'm gonna get to the mic and I'm gonna be there first. Um, every
0: advantage that you. <laughs> every can advantage, right.
2: yeah. <laughs> take it, take lead into your strengths, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's like, yeah, I just I want to really dig deep into building a business. So I'm gonna open it up too, and I just. And I dipped to the mic, and I ended up, like, fourth, um, but he had two sides, so I was, like, eighth. Um, and I'm, I'm about to talk, you know, and, like, my legs are shaking. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, I can talk to anybody, <laughs> you know? It doesn't matter who they are. Like, I'm good, um, which is kind of weird looking back because I didn't talk to anybody. But, like, that's what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but my legs are shaking. I was nervous. And I thought about it. And I'm like, damn, I can go back to junior year of college. And I remember my coach walking up the spiral stairs, looking down at me. I was sitting on the chair. I remember everything. He's like, you should really look into this guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. Because he is into a lot of stuff that you would probably be interested in. And from that moment, it's like I went down the rabbit hole and I believed all his shit and I started a business and I failed. Started a second business and I failed. Lost a lot of money. Started a third business and things started popping off, you know? Mm. And I started creating. People started listening. But I associate that success with Gary. And I think that's what Gary does so well. He, He... He's scaling that, which is the most impossible thing to scale. He's scaling the impossible, you know, like those relationships with people. He's impacting people at scale. Um, so I asked him a question. We talked about my dog for a little bit. Um, and I told him my story, and I was just like, yo, can I have a hug? And I knew that I had a hat on, and I have this look, and most people don't look at me, look like me, so everybody in that room would know me. Mm. Um, I was the only person in that entire, that entire day that made his Instagram story. I made the vlog. Wow. Um, wow. But what I was doing... One, I didn't, there's no question that I could ask him that would impact my business. I wanted him to remember me and I wanted this data point, this, this point in time where our stories align because I don't give a shit about like, yo Gary, you're amazing, cool. Like how you, can you impact me and my business? Like I just want to be on the same level. I want him to be like, damn, Q, I remember you in 2019. Now 2025, we're on the same level, I respect you. That's really all I want, but uh, really cool dude. And he's scaling the impact, man. Like which is similar to what I want to do.
0: That's yeah. dope.
1: A lot shorter in person. I met him. He's you so met him. Yeah, I met him uh, Super Bowl weekend. He's so tiny. Oh, <laughs> uh, he. I was actually like, working. He, he has tiny. the
0: energy of a tiny person. Do you know what Dude, I mean? Like, like feisty. No, yeah, that, was, that's, was, what, I'm like seven foot. that's exactly. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm
1: saying. I was working Super Bowl weekend security, and you know, he was walking by about to leave, and I just said, "Hey, Mister Vanek, like." Can I shake your I hand? He's like, oh yeah. Mr. 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 vaynerchuk I don't know why. He probably I... never gets Mr. Vanderchuck. <laughs> so, yeah. That's actually a good
0: strategy to, yeah. you wouldn't be used to hearing that. Yeah, so his
1: head like spinning around. He's like, oh hey man. And we like talked for like two minutes. And I was like, dude, you're so inspiring. Love your stuff. Like keep doing what you're doing. He's like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. And like he didn't have to do that. Yeah. He didn't have to spend that time like shaking my hand talking to me. But he did. And I think mm-hmm. like I was like, okay, this guy isn't phony. Like, I think this guy is just like really positive. Like he says he is on Instagram. That's exactly who he is. Yeah.
2: Online, offline, man. Same person. Yeah. Which is why I respect him. A lot of people are just looking at his content like he's fucking annoying, but they're not seeing exactly what he's doing. Dude went from wine to like managing athletes, you know? Yeah. Incredible.
1: Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I said
0: that you really want to, because you do massages as, yeah. as part of your business, and you're saying that one of the people you would really want to work with or work on would be Gary oh, B. Hand,
3: hands down. Um, I don't know if anybody saw it. Made a video trying, obviously, to get his attention. People trying to tag him. Um, hasn't happened yet. He's still in town, I believe, unless he's already left. But Okay. Uh, oh, the COD event, man. <laughs> <laughs> the cod event is happening. Um, Gary B is a part owner for Minnesota, so I'll be hopefully seeing him around more. I haven't actually met him yet. He's a busy man. He's always moving. I, I know he's got neck pain, but low back pain. Gary Vee, if you're listening, I know you got it. Uh, probably shoulder pain. Getting yeah. over, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I didn't say that. That was all cute. But uh, <laughs> no. Uh, with all the traveling and everything, um, a lot of sitting, a lot of time in cars, um, we can get a lot of our, our hip flexors get up tight, which then pulls on our hips, pulls our hips forward, which then... Causes low back pain. Um, his
2: trainer was from Minnesota, his original one? Yeah,
3: from Bloomington. Oh, yeah. I just found that out the other day. Maybe you should reach out yeah. and
2: talk to Jordan Syed. Um, and he, the original trainer. Yeah, we're going to so need a chat. Weird. And then, original trainer was from Minnesota, um, but he was consuming Jordan Syed's content before he became Gary's trainer. So when he was transitioning out, he's like, yo, I remember your stuff from like 10 years ago. Do you want to train Gary? Like the weirdest, weirdest connection, man. Like, yeah. That's if, yeah,
3: that's, I mean, Talking about connections, if I've learned anything in the last three, going on four years now, it is connections are everything. Making connections, talking to people, um, you can find so many different opportunities. Like when people say, oh, yeah, I got this job because of a connection, Like that, you could have the best resume in the world, and Mm -hmm. if you don't know someone that has a connection and someone behind you has an average resume but knows somebody in that company, good luck trying to get that job because that person's getting it.
2: Probably every really time, is. my the purse like uh, we just brought in two more people full time. Tess gave me a resume the first time I met her. I was like, I don't fucking want this. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, just <laughs> how are you it right now? You know, like just let's talk. Like, I, I don't even look at them. Like, show me what you can do. You know.
1: I hear a lot of people that and you know, like own businesses say like they don't even look at the resume. Like they just want to sit down with the person, have a conversation with them, know who the person is. And 'cause I mean like you have all the re- all the qualifications in the world, but like if you're not gonna be compatible in the work environment what's the point
0: where do you i just out of curiosity (laughs) uh because you're saying you talk with people primarily throughout your day do you have a like a ritual that you go through do you do you ever have to prepare i find that i'm something of an introvert and extrovert so i it's weird i sometimes like to prepare a lot or i need to give myself a lot of decompression time after i hang out with people do you have in the business realm how do you approach that
2: one thing I was going to say is that you're really good at this, like, just this podcast. Like, I, I do this stuff a lot. Oh, thanks. And the way that you ask questions, the way that you follow up, shows me, one, that you do your research, but also, like, you're very good on your feet, which thanks, a lot of people are not good at. So, like, <laughs> kudos to you, man. killing it. Yeah, dude. Thanks, I, think, I think this podcast will be good. Even, like, all three of you are just really brandable, which is what I look at. Um, <laughs> but in terms of, like, conversations, like, I think I'm a lot like you, like... I don't know what's happened lately, but it's been so easy to sell. Like, we're having our best year, and it's only Q1. Like, it's been so easy, and it's just, like, because I understand people, you know? There's no ritual. There's nothing like that. Like, for the most part, like, I don't have anything to do with the day-to-day. I'm really focused on, okay, where are we going? Looking at things like video games, because that's a future story to me. Um, I'm also, like, just building relationships and selling, um, and, like, some team hiring stuff. Um, But... Yeah. Man. Like no, no rituals. Just for me, I'd focus on one thing a day. Like that's it. Like I do other things, but my main focus, okay, I'm going to hire Justin Jackson who just accepted today and I'm fucking excited, but Yay. I'm going to hire this person or I'm going to do this, you know, like just having that one highlight Um, But I I do do a lot of research on people like I know a lot man. I consider myself Mm. Batman Like I I I will know what your child's name is (laughs) Like I will know what school they went to and I will stalk the shit out of you until I know everything and I know How I can make this work Mm. because that's who I am. I don't think everybody needs to do that That's just how I am and I've always been like that
0: So for you because you're working very I'm assuming one-on-one with your with your clients just for your job Do you have a situation? Do you have to, do you go through any sort of preparation? Like when you're talking with your clients, is it, can it be draining or is it, how does the conversation flow when you're in those situations? Like, how do you approach that?
3: Um, Usually I approach it with like the fact that I'm working on people for an hour and if I didn't talk, it would be even more awkward. So (laughs) um, usually I'm just asking questions, whether it's about how they're like feeling their body is feeling, um, what issues they're having what may have like i like like kind of what you're talking about i like digging i like asking questions yeah. Um, because that's how i'm going to get to the root of the problem so like a lot of people will be like yeah i have back pain but like why do you have back pain so like i like oh do you sit a lot at work or like th- right. these different things so th- that's part of my questioning is like how did you get to that point So sure. then also just like hey like what do you do for work or like, what do your kids do? Or like, do you have kids? Are you married? Like all these different just types of questions to try and get to know those people. Um, but then coming back, if I'm working on them again and saying, Oh, how did this event go? Or how did the, how was that wedding? So really just kind of trying to connect with people, um, and make them feel welcomed Mm. and like comfortable on my table because it's very like one-on-one, Yeah, there's Um, a lot of trust that goes into that, I'm sure. Yep, so I travel to people's, so I'm in their house, I'm in their apartment. Um, So it's definitely, um, I'm trying to build that trust and build Mm -hmm. that, yeah. It's kind of an intimate, like, not in a weird way, but like an intimate, very one-on-one. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, so. Absolutely. And, like, Baze, I feel like you handle this a lot because you coach so many
0: kids all the time, and you get to see them just... Too many
3: damn kids.
0: Too many damn kids. But do you ever... Do you ever encounter like that? It has you have to go into with a different mindset with like how you're approaching the kids and like, and like coaching them because that's got to be draining. There's just so many people, um, or is that just
1: is that just like
0: invigorating because you're such an extrovert?
1: No, I mean, I, if I was okay, so for a while I was coaching with ETS Elite in Oakdale you know, and coaching there, I had to go into a different mindset than I do at Concordia because at ETS, you know, I have a boss, I have. People I'm working for, I'm working with different levels of athletes, from eight-year-olds who can't who can't run in a straight line to people <laughs> who are high-level D one college athletes. So now I have to like be in a work environment where I'm working for someone, but I also have to approach each athlete different. If you're at CA, I'm the head guy. I'm running the thing. Um, I make all the calls. I make all the decisions, and then I know all the kids like. First name, last name, I know what grade they're in, what their favorite subject is. Like, I know these kids super well. Mm. So, and there's no issue for me going in. I have to go to like, a certain mindset. It's just, okay, I'm here at work. Let's go. Let's get after today. That's so, impressive. So, yeah, I love it. That's super impressive. Dream job. For the time being. Right. <laughs> for the time <laughs> I, got, awesome. I got plans for the future, but, yeah.
2: What's, like, you guys', like, long-term vision for life?
1: I have
3: multiple different uh, aspects of that. One... Um, is eventually work on professional athletes. Um, that's obviously where the money's at. I can only bring my business so far with everyday people that are paying for bodywork sessions. Um, so working on professional athletes is where I'm going to be able to grow that. Um, so having Stefan Diggs down at, in Miami, um, doing his off season work and calls me up and is like, yo, I need you down here for a week. I'll fly you down, pay this much. Like that's eventually dream, like dream goal. Um, but also then growing the podcast and growing the Facebook group into a wellness business that helps other people through their wellness journey as well. So, mm-hmm.
0: wow.
2: What about you two?
1: You want to take it? I can go. Um, I think... I have lots of goals for myself personally. We know Beza, we know. <laughs> God, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, first good, thing, and I have to thank you for this because I know God. we met. We met in a coffee shop about roughly a year ago or so, and yeah, yeah, we did. We were talking about, you know, <laughs> did I have a hat on then? Yeah, you definitely. had All right, a hat. sweet. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: Don't pretend like you haven't always had a hat.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. True, man. It's hard to change Forbes. But, no, you were just telling me, like, because I have these ideas about, you know, being a YouTuber or, like, do something on social media. And you're like, dude, just do it. And I was like, wait, what? And you're like, yeah, just do it. Like, don't worry about if it's good or not. Don't worry about, you know, what people think just if you want to do it, just go for it. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Like, I kind of want to wait, you know. And I was giving myself all the excuses to, like, not do what I wanted to do. And over the past three four months i'm like you know what like he's right like i'm just sitting here like just not doing anything that i want to be actually accomplishing so um so we started this podcast me and ken we brainstormed the idea we went through our guy laoi he came up with the logo and things were just falling Whoa, into place laoi
2: laoi like yeah. yeah damn yeah don't say hello that's cool yeah he killed
0: it i think he did a, really he did good a great job. job
1: so now we're doing this podcast i want to see this podcast grow I told Ken I want to have a live podcast in five years at the State Theater in front of a live audience of, like, 2,000. So, I mean, just having this podcast grows, definitely a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm starting a YouTube channel in two weeks. I'm getting camera, and then I'm just go for it. I'm not going to pull back. I'm just going to start and go. I got lots of great ideas I think will make me stand out as an individual and have my brand be very specific. And then, um, as far as coaching goes, I'd like to be the head strength coach for track and field for Olympic uh, team here in the US so that's more down the line but I do want to get there in you know 5 to 10 years so I got tons of goals I want to accomplish I also have to be an awfully athlete at some point in my life So what? an offalite athlete
2: offalite? offalite offalite they just said offalite I was like yeah. what does that mean? so if you're, <laughs> <using> <laughs> in, if
1: you're listening to this love your brand love everything you do you're one of my biggest inspirations in life so yeah it's I'll see dope. you in June in in Houston. I'll see you there. So
0: that's dope. About you, yeah. I would say. Well, one thing that I've really enjoyed is part of the reason we made this podcast is because. We wanted to collaborate. We kind of looked at it almost as like a joint project where we each have segments where we talk about something we really love about cooking in the, in the world, the culinary world or the fitness world. But then we just get to talk about movies we liked or just interview awesome people like yourselves and just to have conversations between a cook and a coach. And so that was one thing I've been really loving lately and I have some long-term aspirations for that. I would say that- Do You look like a cook. Like
2: just, <laughs> Do I? <laughs> yeah, you just got that look, man. Oh, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I So honestly, I right now, uh, cooking feels like the clearest long-term thing and I don't totally know what that means. The first job I had out of college, uh, the first official one was I was doing marketing for a restaurant group in the cities. Um, so it was like a bunch of different restaurants and I got to do social media and I started to learn graphic design which I hadn't really done before and I worked with chefs like directly and I started hearing like the the way that they thought about putting together recipes was really interesting and like working with the president of the company and having her telling me like the real estate side of the business. And I was like, in, and it feels cocky to say, but I feel like at some point I would love to be in that position where I'm like some sort of conglomeration of like leading a restaurant group in terms of culinary vision and then also business acumen. so oh, is
2: that cocky to say?
0: I don't know if it's cocky to say. I just, I know the work that it puts in. And so I don't want to come at it like, like I, I've I've recently been seeing a lot of posts about people calling themselves chefs when they're they haven't put in the work to become a chef, and I I just want to show respect for that because I feel like yeah. that can be something that isn't always respected. That's why you said you're a cook. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's <laughs> so progress. Yeah. Good, good respect, so I yeah. would say like alluding back to what we were talking about earlier. I think long-term, I want to just keep being a storyteller and being open to whatever medium. So right now, I'm just trying to really get good at a few skills. So I'm really leaning into graphic design, really leaning into music and audio production, and then really trying to get good at interviewing with Bayes. You're
2: already good at interviewing, man.
0: Well, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. But yeah, so that's that's kind of the long-term thing. But taking the... Because I always had that pressure when I was young. I was like, I don't want to be... I want. I don't want to be labeled. Partly, I think because it was an insecurity, and also partly, I think because I was interested in a lot of stuff, and I, I yeah. didn't want to be confined to a certain thing. I had one question for you, just talking about like long term aspirations, and and I guess building teams and trying to be trying to partner with people and then become more than the sum of your parts. Do you one thing for me and? I think that in certain times I can definitely be like a control freak. I can, I can, it can be really difficult for me to let go of control in certain situations. So you can even hear that in my answer for you when you're asking what do you want to do. It's like, I want to kind of be in charge of all of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like partly, but I also know that I need to collaborate with incredible people. And like, that's the only way I'm going to be able to do what I want to do and really make the memories. But I also don't want to lose my vision for what I want to do. Yeah. And so you're building teams. Like how do you hold on to what you care about? while also bringing in all these individual unique people who also have these strong visions that like that need to be respected and like
2: valued. Yeah. Um, I made a lot of mistakes, man. Like my first uh, first two people I partnered with were 35 and 45 and I was 22. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was me like, this is what we're going to do. Get the fuck out of the way. You know, that's my personality, which, Mm -hmm. again, sounds weird looking at me like. 10 15 years ago, but Mm -hmm. I'm very very type a like I've got something and I'm gonna get it. you get the fuck out of my way Mm -hmm. Um, And that's I remember like there was this point for us in the business where I was like, hey, this is gonna work We're gonna do this both of them are like no, it's not gonna work We're not gonna do this and Mm -hmm. I was so rude and so mean and I destroyed the relationship Mm -hmm. and I was right though, you know Mm -hmm. And I leaned into the fact that I was right not the fact that they were human beings you know, and I just completely just re- disregarded that. And I was like, I'm fucking right, I'm gonna go make money. Um, and honestly, like, being a leader is a lot of emotional intelligence, too. It's knowing people, understanding people, um, being there for people, you know, like I said, like, we hired this guy that's having a baby, like, understanding that that's my family, too. I'm responsible for that. Um, but really, like, when you're building a team, like, you have to be honest with yourself, like, I know I'm type A. It's why I have Izzy on my team, who is my college roommate. He'll He's the only one that fights with me. He's like, you're a fucking dumbass. And I'm like, fuck you, man. And We go at it. But he's he's also my best friend, you know? And we know that it's not going to hurt our relationship. We fight. Actually, we don't even fight a lot, but we argue on stuff and it's productive, you know? And I know that I need that number too. I would say for anyone listening, a good book, if you are building teams, um, is Rocket Fuel. And it really talks about, um, it goes through like the entrepreneurial um, operating system. And it, Discusses like the, the role between the visionary, which is me, um, and the integrator, which is really the person that runs the business. Izzy's the integrator, I'm the visionary. Sometimes it's the same person, but goes through that. But be honest with yourself, like you were saying. Um, are you that number two? Are you the number three? Are you the number one? You know, be honest with yourself. What are your skills? What do you need around you? Like our videographers are incredible. Mm. You know, our team's incredible. I don't run the team. You know, I focus on what I'm good at. Um, so being honest with yourself and knowing that it's more than just being right. It's also emotional, you know. Like they're people, um, and be clear with them up front. This is exactly what we're going to need from you. This is exactly what your role looks like. Uh, but I've I made a lot of mistakes. Our business coach has helped us a lot with all that.
0: Mm.
3: It's yeah. Uh, I think what I what I said earlier when he was talk uh, when Q was talking, I called him the like the captain of the ship. Mm. You have the the broad main picture, mm. but you're not down in the hull of the ship. Making sure that the pressure's right, and making sure that like this and that uh, you're you're literally steering the ship and making sure that the three or four guys around you that then disseminate that to everyone else, mm-hmm. which I think I've gotten a lot of like obviously it's like a military reference, so um from my time in the army, but the person at the top is only telling two or three people and then they're disseminating what the vision is to the rest of the team, right. and so having those really core two or three people around you that you trust with everything and to really understand what you're wanting with your vision and then being able to like have the description and have like the ways to tell everyone else that's working for you to like realize what the broad picture is and what their hand in that is so
2: perfect example you guys should read the culture code if you haven't it talks a little bit about the military okay. too okay it just analyzes all these different teams and what makes them what makes them gel well it's it's really good i love i love that example
1: uh, one question i have for for both of you is what do you think is the future of your guys industries like you know with body work and everything you're doing right now through business and then q um like what do you think think's the future i know you've talked a lot about how esports is going to be big in the next you know couple decades and I wonder what you guys think is the future of your
3: industries yeah so i've definitely seen a rise in wellness um, health wellness fitness Um, that whole industry is on the rise Uh, people are realizing that they need to take care of their body um, in order to live longer be as healthy and as like fit as possible for as long as possible um, so that industry is definitely on the rise uh, in a, a huge way. And I think eventually, which is my like main overarching goal, is to change a mindset in people that the Western culture of medicine isn't necessarily attacking wellness and health in the right way. A lot of it is very surface-level level issues. I could talk about this forever. Um, but we got time. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the Western culture of medicine really looks at very, like, symptoms, top-level stuff mm-hmm. versus, like, getting deeper into the... And I've definitely seen there's, a, there's definitely a slight change in that thought process um, versus, like, MDs versus DOs, which are doctors of osteopathy. Um, very different. If you go see an MD for a physical versus going and seeing a DO for a physical, there's a huge difference. Um, just in the whole question process, you'll see your MD five to 10 minutes, you'll see your DO for 30 minutes to an hour. So that time difference is losing that DO money, but also improving your health, improving your healthcare. There's starting to be a change and that's what I'm really kind of pushing for um, and really trying to improve our wellness is changing the drug companies and the healthcare companies um, to be able to really get to those deep surface like not surface level issues and really get into the deep issues that are causing those surface level issues so
2: you know i love that answer and this is not answering that yet but um someone that or an industry that could like really use you is esports man like germany recognizes esport esports as a official sport Um, I'm weird and I don't have a problem saying this. I know you're big into sports. I love sports too, but esports are going to surpass sports all day. Like that's just fact. Um, They will be on the same level. There's already athletes making more money in esports than they are in professional sports. Like, big thing they struggle with is like hey i'm on a computer 10 to 16 hours a day like my wrist hurts you know or my back hurts because i'm sitting all the time dude and they have so much fucking money that they don't even know what to do with they're paying athletes million dollars um when they don't even have the million dollars to pay those athletes it's 25 million to join the cod league it's like 45 billion to join the overwatch league dude there's so much money in it and these kids do not understand anything yet so if you just approach the rocker like yo dude i'll do this for free just let me do some body work it'd be genius um but I, I also think I'm a lot smarter than I am. So just actually do research on <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> and Don't disregard actual sports either. Um, but in terms of like the future of, um, I wanna say my industry, but I, I guess my industry now, I would say if you look at like what Instagram did for our society, um, everybody wants to be a photographer now or everybody thinks they are. And like, we're all about the cameras, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I want to be an Instagram. I want to be a YouTuber. Um, and I think people are over obsessing on that. And I think the future of that is going to be more immersive. It's people that can build worlds, um, actual experiences. So you look at things like blender or, um, any like rendering thing, like unreal engine, like I can build an actual world. Those are going to be the next generation. Instagrammers for me. Everyone's obsessing of TikTok and LinkedIn right now. Um, but I would say look at things like Fortnite. You know, like the next thing is something like Ready Player One if you've read that book or seen that movie. Play it's a movie. world Play that you're movie. in. Like yeah. it's incredible. Like the world that you're in, that's the next generation social media. Like when I was a kid, I had a business in an MMO, um, in a video game. You know, like that was my world. I had friends there. Like that's the future. Um, so even for my business, like we're storytellers. We do video. I'm looking at things like how do we build an experience in a game like you play um, Quantum Break, it's literally a TV show and a video game at the same time. But the decisions you make in the video game change the TV show, mm-hmm. and it's it's incredible, you know. Or Detroit Become Human, it's about like androids fighting for their for their rights. Every decision you make changes this, this uh, changes the entire story. Like characters die, like things. It's just so like crazy, but it's an experience. That's the future, like experiences, worlds, immersive, like
0: yeah. So it seems like you may have already answered this question, but I would love to hear you maybe expound on it a little bit. Do you have any... For I'll, I'll give you an example, then I'll kind of pose this question. For me, when I am cooking and trying to come up with interesting dishes, I sometimes will relate it to music. I'll try to have the different elements of the dish represented as if it were a four-part harmony or something like that and obviously I'm not doing that very well yet I'm very much a rookie at this but I'm trying to think like all right this mushroom is more earthy we could use that as a like a tenor or a bass and this lemon zest is very high and so maybe this could be the soprano and having those all work together but then having a focus it sounds like esports and and even like your time in the military might have inspired you in what you're currently doing but are there any things currently any types of art or anything totally not related to what you do right now that inspires you now in Dude, what you're
2: doing? I love that question. So I was a singer-songwriter for like seven years. Um, whatever I'm talking to companies, people, like I always tell them, like people think brand. Let's just start with brand. Brand is, it's a logo or it's a person or it's a look, you know, like you're like, oh, I love your hat, you know? <laughs> and if you think of your favorite musician, let's say Adele or Ed Sheeran, right? Like it's not Ed's guitar, that's not the reason you like him, it's not his voice, that's not just the reason you like him, it's not um, his songwriting ability, right, it's 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 all of it, you know, it's this feeling that you get, right, so for me, my time as a musician, it just impacted everything, you know, because that's how I build brands now, that's how I built up my own brand it's this feeling what i want people to feel you know and i say it all the time like i want people to be obsessed i want them to feel like they i'm talking right now i want you to feel like you're fucking on a drug because i'm talking so fast in this pace that and i'm eliciting this response you know it's like damn i can do this i can run through a fucking wall let's fucking go you know like <laughs> yeah. like what is a feeling that you want to listen to people it's a feeling that you want people to feel brand is a feeling but that that came from like music man like mm. Like, thousand percent. I think there's a lot of things like that. Like, I take inspiration from, I was reading about the military, you know, like how they build teams, like, um, like Navy SEALs, like incredible, incredible, like, um, stories in there that I was looking at. And just like the sense of, like, I'm never gonna leave you behind, you know? It's just stuff that I've taken into, um, into my company or like even like, um, I don't know, just things like kindergarten classes, you know, how they have everybody involved. Like, there's just a lot of inspiration you can take from weird, weird places. Don't. yeah. I should
3: never have to go after you. <laughs> answer <a> question <laughs> after you. It's not fair. <laughs> um, You're killing it. I'd say, I, I mean, I grew up playing sports my whole life. I probably picked up a baseball bat when I was like three. So, I mean, I was, I've been in sports and been around teams my whole life, time in the military, team, um, baseball team, bass. I mean all different even even jobs I've had lifeguarding I mean personal training those are all different like team aspects where you're like combining to like have a, an end goal um, so I would say a lot of like how I've like come up with my business and the different aspects of my business are to kind of come alongside of people in their wellness journey um their wellness journey is their wellness journey mm-hmm. i might be an aspect of that journey but in the long in the long run i <clears throat> i have no control over the 24 hours of their day what i've realized is that in the end it's on them and so i need to show them the value and the importance of what i'm trying to teach them and get them to integrate it into their lives so I have to reverse engineer that and figure out how to best do that because not everyone's the same. And so I need to figure out different ways in order to get the importance of whatever it is I'm teaching, whether it's stretching or weightlifting or food, like any anything that falls under wellness, fitness, yeah. um, and being able to try and um, not convince but really get behind people and and. And show them the importance of it because just just telling them is not is not going to change their mindset and change their
1: everyday life. So, mm. yeah. for anyone who's out there who is interested in like starting a business, uh, developing a personal brand, what's some advice you guys would give to them? Just you know starting their journey of doing that.
3: Really look at where your passions are. Like m- mine are with helping people within wellness. So there's obviously most businesses are trying to help other people, I would say. And so really trying to figure out how you like to help other people or how, what your passions are, because you're going to try and do this for however long, 10, 15, 20, the rest of your life. So really find something that is not work for you. So like for me going and doing a bodywork session is not work for me. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that time. It's not like I mean, obviously, sometimes it's like, ah, crap. But like most of the time, it's like, this is super awesome. I get to go help somebody in their wellness journey. And so finding your passion, I would say, is probably the biggest thing. So don't just say, oh, what will make me the most money? Because you'll get two, three, four years into it, and you'll hate every second of it. Gary Vee talks about this a lot. Um, But really finding that thing and figuring out how to monetize it Um, So whatever it is, figuring out then how to monetize it because obviously we still need to make money. So combining passion and then figuring out how you can use your passion in life to monetize and make some money.
2: Yeah, I would retweet all of that. Um, From my perspective, I would say um, one of my favorite quotes is it's good to be better, but it's better to be different. Um, If you look at Starbucks, like they weren't the first coffee shop at all you know they were just different they offered an experience if you look at ninja he's like the face technically for the outside of esports and he's not even an esports player he makes so much damn money more than Mm -hmm. damn yeah just 40k like a day you know like um, ridiculous ridiculous and it's just growing Uh, but he's nowhere near the best esports athlete at all he's just different you know he has a brand Mm -hmm. for me you know like i when i was posting on linkedin like one i don't look like anyone else as is, but like, I was a misfit. I was a misfit on the LinkedIn platform. I was different. Still like try to be talented, still try to be the best, but what makes you unique, what makes you different? And honestly, like don't listen so much to people like me. Um, Listen to yourself, because a lot of us like to hear ourselves talk, you know, like find what works for you, be honest, um, and figure out what works for you, yeah. But it's gonna be better, but it's better to be different.
0: So this question is kind of just like a a wrap up. It's kind of a a total tangent, but something we like to do on the show a lot is we talk about, Uh, movies, music, we do kind of mini-reviews, we kind of just have our reaction to them and talk about it. <laughs> so I chose a couple that were related we'll to, that, you know. yeah, for sure, 100%, yeah. Um, so I chose a couple, and you can just do like a really quick, like your I- initial impressions. Because So we'll start with Josh. I know that, I think one of the first times we met, I think you came over when me and Bay's were living at the Gatsby Estate, and you watched one of the episodes of... Uh, The Gatsby estate. We had a a green lantern outside of the house. Yeah. It was super dope. (laughs) Friendly Minnesota, bro. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I know you came over for one of the episodes of the last season of Game of Thrones. So just in just a really quick, like, initial impressions, and that's a lot of sighing, so... (laughs) But just initial impressions, what were your thoughts on Game of Thrones season eight, how they wrapped up the show?
3: Oh, boy. Ugh. There's so many ways that a show that epic can end. That was probably one of the better ways that it could have ended. I think they ended it a bit abruptly, but I I mean, there's aspects of it that are obviously just, it's an amazing show in general, probably my top favorite show, if not top three. Um, and so I think they set it up nicely for hopefully some prequels or sequels um, because I will be all about it.
2: I'm just going to say Game of Thrones broke my heart, man. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I loved it.
3: Beautiful.
0: Oh, no. Beautiful. No. Loved
2: it. <laughs> loved it.
1: Arya oh. is the goat. Arya is the goat.
2: Truly. There
0: she is the goat. So, cue for you. Um, I we watched your TED talk. It was excellent. I Thank saw you. in yeah. I think you did a really good job. You had a couple tra- or you had a couple images of the Avengers Endgame uh, characters. Uh, real, just quick review. What are your thoughts on Avengers Endgame? How did they wrap up Phase Three for you? What did you think?
2: Yeah. Um. The first time I saw it, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm so mad!" And then I let it linger, and I was like, "Oh my god, that was amazing!" It's like, "Oh my god, that was really good." Oh, my God. And just every day that passed, it was like it was better and better. But it was really just like a gift to the fans, you know. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that maybe I would change, but it was it was good. It was heartbreaking. You know, it hit me in the gut. So I would I would give it a thumbs up, even though initially it was a thumbs down for me.
0: Beautiful. You guys feel good? Feeling solid? I always feel good, man. Good.
2: I might need some body work, though. My back I hurts. Mean, really. <laughs> I
1: feel that. Um, really quick, guys. Give me your socials. Where can they find you? Where day, they get in contact with you? All that good stuff.
2: Yeah, so I'm at... Tag, T-A-G, just J-U-S-T-Q on every single platform. Um, yeah, or just shoot me a message and say, what up, Vulcan salute, Blackheart, something like that. And I'll be like, yo, that's me. And the name of your podcast? Uh, my company one is Strange on Purpose, mm-hmm. um, and my personal gaming one is Humans That Game. I am on Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok, <laughs> all, right, all right, all
3: of them. Um, it is The Wellness Habit. And then I also will be dropping my podcast here tomorrow, the 27th, also called the Wellness Habit Podcast. Um,
1: so look for me there. That's um, a good yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. It's been the yeah. episode of The uh, Cooking and Coach. I'll uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. All right. Appreciate you. Beautiful. Cool. Thank you guys so much. How's that? Yeah, I think oh, that? the so so episode. Good. Yeah. Sure. You guys, you can follow me, uh, Beza, at B-A-E-Z-A. T-E-N-S-A-I-E on Instagram. Like uh, you also follow um, our podcast on Instagram. Um, at podcast the cook and the coach on Instagram. Guys, you can follow us on Twitter as well at the Cook and the C one. Again, that's at the Cook and the C one.
0: Alright, you can find me on Instagram, uh KP Martin2, K P M A R T I N Two. Also, uh, if you want to check out my music, I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple Music. Um, The EP is called Bucket List. It came out in September. Uh, Three songs, singer-songwriter vibes. And yeah, let us know if you have any questions for the show. If you have any food-related questions, fitness-related questions, please send them in either in the DMs. We also do Instagram polls and, uh, and, and questions on there. So let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback and answer some questions on a future episode.
1: Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.
3: Bye.